Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North builds a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Nearing, is a homeschooler with five kids who was homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Nearing, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Neary. Hey everybody, it's Lisa from True North Homeschool Academy, and I'm here with another week's episode of Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. And today I'm joined by Ethan Neary, who has been teaching for True North for the last four years, teaching Latin, a variety of clubs, national Latin exam, etc., and he'll be back in the fall, the fall 2023, um, with Latin and more classes. So stay tuned. We're going to talk today about why capitalism is more Christian than socialism and why we even have government. <laughs> that might seem like an odd, um, an odd topic, especially right after Thanksgiving. But Ethan, why don't you share with the audience why you wanted to talk about this? And welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, all right. Um, I've been wanting to do something like this for several months now. We did an Instagram reel a couple months ago of, um, it's that one audio where it's, I've been trying to, hey, and so you act all surprised and it's a uh, country song. And uh, what we did is, public school is good and hey, it teaches socialism. It's like, oh no, it teaches socialism. And obviously our reel is like, socialism is a terrible, terrible idea and public school teaches it. So homeschool your kids. Right. It's the truth. <laughs> And one of the comments we got was, um, oh, well, you must be a multi-billionaire with several companies then. To which we laughed. <laughs> laughed, yes, very hard. Um, I mean, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> that, that we're working on it. Um, that's why we think socialism is a bad idea, because growing up, I remember we didn't have that when I was a kid. We, we did not have True North, and it... Um, it's my, you and dad had to work really hard to buy groceries. Um, and the reason we love capitalism is because we don't have to do that anymore because you guys worked hard and you guys were able to build. Um, so our point is that socialism destroys that opportunity. Um, and that's what I wanted to get across is I wanted to like explain and correct the guy and go into it. But my mom's like, no, just, just delete them. It's, it's not worth the effort. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're doing a podcast about it. So, right. Because <laughs> um, it is important. It's, it's just the guy was being a troll. Yeah. Uh, to use the video game lingo. So this is, and it's also something else um, recently. Um, my Hannah heard, or my sister heard a, a speaker talk about how the pilgrims were trying to establish socialism um, when they came here. Which is just ridiculous. Um, they held goods in, in common to share so that they could survive, which is right. a little bit different than a socialistic framework. Yeah, completely different. Um, if anything, their model looked like a modern uh, kibbutz. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. you're, you're paid out of the common pool, but you're supposed to work for it. If you don't work right. for it. Right, right, right. And that was the difference between the different colonies in America at the founding of of the United States, actually. Right. Yeah. You're okay. To work your tail off and earn your share. Yeah. So tell us why socialism is worse than capitalism. Well, let, let's define the terms first. What yeah, is capitalism? What is socialism? Okay. So capitalism is focused on equality. Okay. Uh, 
equal starting point, or at least the ability to use your resources equally, um, your cunning, your knowledge, your physical skill, um, your relatives, your friends, ability to use that as you will. Okay. Um, at its base, that is what quality is, the ability to choose and its freedom. It's equal opportunity. And, you know, creating equal um, yeah, right, right. It's built into the framework of the United States. Yeah, and I should clarify: not everyone has the same opportunities. Right, but not everybody can be whoever they want. Right, but it's the ability to equally utilize what you have to get more. As my economics professor, um, I disagree with a lot of what he says, but he nails capitalism: the ability to make the end of your day better than the beginning. I love that. Yeah, that is capitalism. But, that is equality. Yeah, so you can work hard during the day and have more at the end of it. Yep. Love yep. it. Um, socialism is focused on equity, mm-hmm. not equality. They do have the same root word, obviously, just in the way it's it sounds and is spelled. But they are not the same. Uh, equity is the same end result. Um, oh. Equal at the end. Okay. That's why there's redistribution in socialism. Someone has more, and therefore that more is taken from them and given to those that have less. Mm-hmm. Probably the rich to feed the poor, right? Right, right. Uh, kind of ruins Robin Hood for me when I think about it, but we can get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the purpose of equity. And who does redistribution? The government. The government redistributes, um, usually. Yeah. And this ultimately is why socialism never works. Not that it hasn't been applied properly before, but why it can't work mm-hmm. ever. Um, in fact, it has succeeded. It has been implemented successfully. That's what the old Israeli kibbutzes were. Mm-hmm. They were successful socialist experiments, but they all collapsed because it doesn't work. So um, why exactly did they collapse? Right. Yeah. Let's get into that. So it's because those that work harder still get the same reward that someone who doesn't work gets. Mm-hmm. It's pretty demotivating. It's demotivating. The person who doesn't work at all uh, or puts in a slack job effort gets the same payment that someone who doesn't work gets. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why the Pilgrims were like, and John Smith in Virginia were like, you're paid to what effort you put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're all put into a common pool. Um, it's like it's equal returns versus... Um, Everyone gets the same. It's equity. So capitalism, your labor matches the reward, or at least it should, in a functioning capitalist system. I'm going to adjust capitalist system, and we'll get into if capitalism can be unjust. Um, And then with socialism, you just get the same results no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was our professor told us about an economics professor. She disproved um, socialism to her students because at the beginning of the term, they're all like, socialism is a great idea and you're stupid and patriarchal and foolish to uh, disagree. And she's like, all right, let's apply socialism to your grades. She's going to average out the results. Okay. Because of the hard work of the people who worked hard, got a low B, high C. The next term, she's like, okay, well, we're still going to average out the results because you guys like socialism. So you guys have to live it out in your grades. I'm like, okay, fine. The, um, the hard workers weren't as motivated, so they didn't put as much effort in it. And they, they knew they wouldn't get the, the reward they deserve. And the, the the lazy workers are the ones that usually didn't work as hard, but even less work in it. Um, the laziest person didn't bother with the class whatsoever. This results in a uh, low B high D. A low C high D. Thank you. Low C high D. 
Um, and this continues along the course until eventually the entire class gets an F minus. Yeah. Well, NF. <laughs> okay. I was homeschooled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that is an excellent demonstration of what socialism does. It mm -hmm. demotivates the hard workers and it motivates the lazy to be lazier. Right. Um, it is not just. Okay. Um, you do not get the rewards you deserve. Right. The additional problem is that humans are inherently corrupt. Mm. The government, usually when it's a socialist government, skims off the top and gives the remainders to the masses. Mm -hmm. um, this results in essentially a form of um, feudalism, honestly, a mm -hmm. twisted form. Um, it's ironic Karl Marx has reinvented it. Interesting. Yeah, if you look at the systems, they're almost identical. Um, I mean, there can be feudalism that is just, but it's it's very rare. Um, definitely the exception, not the rule, but generally, general feudalism looks a lot like communism hmm. and socialism because they are the same thing. It's called communism, social. Everyone, the society holds in common, the community holds in common. Communism, socialism, they're the same. Yeah. Um, so that is the critical flaw with socialism is it demotivates and the corrupt take off the top. Yeah. So that's why uh, a lot of our reels, I've been wearing a hoodie, socialism kills, kills, steals, destroys. Sound familiar? Yeah. It's satanic. Let's be honest. It, it's, it is theft from the good, hardworking and honest people and giving to those that do not deserve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, it, and that's different than having compassion from those who can't. I was just going to say that. Exactly. It, there's a difference between you being lazy and you're actually disabled or, right. or you're, you're, you don't have opportunity. Yeah. Um, teach a man to fish. If he doesn't know how to fish, teach him. That's yeah. charity. That's, that's the gospel. That is sharing. Uh, and, and this is different from, uh, acts. Everyone always like, um, they point to the early church. See, they're a socialist. They have held all things in common. They gave to all those in need. According to their need. According, According to their need. Thank you. Right. Yeah. So like, um, you're working really hard, but you can't make it because of Roman taxes. That's okay. I am um, a well-off Jew in Herod's court. Here's it. Here, here's what you need. Yeah. Oh, so I need new shoes, and I'm tired of paying the local court cobbler. Can you make me shoes since you're a cobbler? You know, helping each other, serving each other like Christians. There's right. a difference between personal free will service and enforced government um, abasement. Honestly, forcing yeah. forcing you to give away your hard work. Right. Socialism takes your dignity. Sharing boosts the dignity of yourself and the person you're helping. Socialism steals it from both. Mm, that's a great distinction. Yeah. So define capitalism. Tell us about capitalism. All right. As we established, capitalism is focused on equality. Um, your labor results in the proper returns in a functional just capitalist system. Now, of course, this world has fallen. Um, there's a lot of what has to do with the curse of Adam. Uh, you're going to work hard and thorns will come up. The world is damaged so that mm -hmm. um, capitalism will always have some flaws just from nature. Right. So I, I liked how you made a distinction between um, capitalism is equality, socialism is equity. Um, and with capitalism, good work equals um, more opportunity, where with socialism, good work means you, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't personally reap the rewards or benefits. Of, Someone else does. Yeah, your own work. It's redistributed. We do want to be honest. Capitalism has its flaws. Right. 
Tell us uh, what some of them are. Yeah. So my professor likes to say the best worst system. The best worst system. Okay. Yes, it is so <laughs> prone to deception. Um, so here's what capitalism is. Capitalism is I have a skateboard. And in response, I want three kittens. I know it's silly. Just bear with me. So I tell you the skateboard is functioning. It's well oiled. I've taken good care of it, but I don't want it anymore. That's my supply. And I demand, I want three kittens. And they can supply you the kittens to meet your demand. And you can supply their demand for a skateboard with your supply of skateboard. So they tell you they have three healthy kittens. You exchange. There's your market. Um, you paid them skateboard. They paid you, or I'm sorry, you bartered uh, skateboard for kittens. But they lied. There's only one healthy kitten. The rest are dead. Oh, that's that's Yeah. You know, corporate deception. Um, false promises. That is the major flaw. Um, mm-hmm. It can also be sometimes they um, they take advantage of your goodwill and con you out of, like, like I just said, they con you out of something you have. Um, or they get someone else to force you to give over your skateboard when you really want it. And they compensate quote unquote, compensate you with kittens. Mm-hmm. Um, that is unjust. Um, that is not free capitalism. That is not just capitalism. That is a corruption and wrong. That is why God talks about honest scales. Scales were mm-hmm. used to measure out the weight of a good with the weight of gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a uh, dishonest merchant would change the scales, like add a little bit of weight or shave some off the top. Or just kind of sleight of hand, push it upwards, mm-hmm. and get more gold than they actually deserve. Yeah. Um, that is why God frequently in the, the Torah, the local code, Exodus through Deuteronomy, uh, that's why God frequently curses the dishonest. Um, so if you're listening, you're a business owner, you've conned a few small businesses out of their work, maybe you should go repent. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because, um, you know, God despises dishonesty. Um yeah. And that is where we get into the role of government. A godly government is meant to enforce the law, enforce God's law, enforce the natural order, enforce justice. Um, and this is where equity is actually good. Um, the Bible promises God will judge all with equity at the end times. This means that everybody, no matter if you're a king, a pauper, a peasant, a soldier, a pacifist, no matter what, your sins are going to be judged as you deserve. Unless you're a Christian, then Christ will have taken the punishment for you. Just equity is punishment as you deserve. Uh, punishment no matter what, no matter your role. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the role of government, is ensuring equality of opportunity and equity of justice. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're a billionaire with a business too big to fail and you con several younger, smaller businesses out of their, uh, their fair earnings and um, you... Uh, then you begin to fall apart and the government bails you out. That's not justice. That's mm-hmm. not equity. That's that's just corruption. Mm-hmm. Um, that is wrong, and that is not godly capitalism. Mm-hmm. Godly capitalism is they acted dishonest. Now they're reaping that, the benefits of that, mm-hmm. the rewards of the punishments. Um, capitalism is making sure that you price stuff fairly, um, that you um, do fair trade, um, that your money is actually worth something. Um, that is the rule of government. No monopolies. No monopolies. No monopolies either. So uh, there's lateral and horizontal monopoly. Uh, vertical monopolies by all the means that distribute uh, all like the businesses that distribute boxes. Um, horizontal monopoly is buying the businesses that uh, 
cut down the trees to make the paper for the cardboard, buying the cardboard factories, buying the trucks to distribute the cardboard, buying the companies that use the cardboard, et cetera. Okay. That's an interesting distinction too. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, that is a horizontal monopoly. Learn that in history. John with a spoon for the win. Yeah. Um, That is unjust. A government should be busting that to smithereens. Yeah. Um, We're buying an oil field and the means of refining and the means of distributing the oil. Yeah. That is unjust. Government should be busting that up. Yeah. That way everyone has equal opportunity and leverage their wits and their talents to get a piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. Um, Locking competitors out, that's wrong. Right. The other Um, thing you pointed out before we even started was that with capitalism, you have the freedom to leave the system. Exactly. And socialism, you are stuck in the system. You have to participate. Yeah, you're forced to participate. Um, You're forced to stay. But capitalism, you can willingly walk away. Yep. And that's a huge difference um, because that really gets to the heart of freedom. Yes. And that is... That's why you had people sneaking out of Cuba for decades. And Venezuela and Mexico, and Venezuela, things of this and Mexico, etc. Yeah. Everyone getting out because they want freedom. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and they want capitalist America. They want opportunity for their kids. They want to know that their kids can get educated, that they're safe, that they can they can live an an, an amazing, unique lifestyle if they want to. Right. And and without fear. Yeah. They can leave if they want. Um, to do anything otherwise is tyranny and evil and to be opposed. Mm-hmm. And, that, and this is why we have the culture war. Right. This is, this is one facet. This, this is why. What do you mean this is why we have the cultural war? Um, there's more to it than this. Of course, the transgender and the homosexuality, but there's also the socialism and capitalism. Mm-hmm. Most conservatives are capitalists. And the reason why is because they believe in freedom and God-given opportunities and be able to leverage that as you will. And if you don't want to play ball, you don't play ball because that's not what you're called to or that's just not what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. That is your God-given inalienable rights. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of hard baked into the foundation of this country. It, we, the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, or or the Declaration of Independence of um, that all men are created equal, that they're given inalienable rights, and among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness yeah that and pursuit, the pursuit of happiness means being able to maintain a healthy wholesome lifestyle for your family i mean everybody who liberty. has a family yeah we all know that we want we want good things for our kids and when those are taken away um it's hard to be really happy there's a there's a jewish proverb i think that um no mom is, is any happier than their least happy child I mean, in Christ, we're called to be joyful, but there is some truth to that too. Yeah. If, if yep. your kids are suffering, as a parent, you're suffering. Yep. Um, okay, so good government provides freedom, equity, and justice. Yeah, equity in injustice, equity of um, fair judgment. Mm-hmm. One at the end of the day, you get what you deserve. Yeah. That is equity in justice, not equity in economics. Equity in economics is at the end of the day, everyone gets equal share right um, that's not and fair. that's socialism that's so, social. so as a young man in america do you see a lot of your peers really embracing socialism or capitalism so i will say i i walk among fellow christians in a small community of mainly homeschoolers at my school mm-hmm. so i can't really speak to that but what i'm generally seeing is culturally wise Cultural-wise, I think it's 
Those that resist are more fiery and stubborn, but more rare. Those that resist what? And then resist um, the narrative, the push, the um, what we're told to think. Um, most of my generation, I think, just goes along to get along. You do you. Mm-hmm. That's your truth. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that that's this not who do- Christians are called to be. It's kind of weird to me that this whole idea that you do you and your truth kind of go hand in hand with socialism. Like we're seeing a real trend, like socially, that socialism is on the rise among high schoolers and college kids in America, that they believe socialism is a really great system. Um, Even though people are fleeing Venezuela as as much as possible, um, people are still trying to get to America to enjoy the fruits of capitalism. But um you do you and socialism are antithetical to each other. If you're in a socialistic type of government, you don't get to do you. <laughs> well, the you do you is do what you want, but generally don't disturb the the general thing is generally the undertone of what that word, that phrase means. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't disturb it. Um, and that it, my generation, we have a lot of sheep. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. and, and compared to the rest of the world we have been born with a silver spoon in our mouth we have no idea what hard work is or why it's necessary why should we work why can't the government take care of us mm-hmm. yeah like, we don't care what happens to us as long as we have our freaking tiktok videos mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as we don't have to as long as we don't have to sweat or as long as as long as i'm not offended fine whatever mm-hmm as long as it doesn't hurt my feelings, our ancestors bled, died, and escaped fear with the opportunities we have. On your side of the family, Mom, I had a great-grandfather that went at 12 years old onto a train to Chicago because he knew he could make a life for himself and the future family God would give him. Mm-hmm. On Dad's side, my great-great-grandfather, Albert, my father's father's father, father, fled the chaos of the Franco-Prussian War to come to America. He stowed away on a boat in a hold among the rats and the in the mealworms in, in the hold of a boat in the cold, wet Atlantic Ocean. He snuck aboard as a 14-year-old boy. No, he was 12. Yeah, he, as a 12-year-old boy, because um, he's 19 when he uh, got married. As a 12-year-old boy, got caught midway in the Atlantic, brought out by the ship captain, and this was illegal. Um, but he was... um. Put up on a block in a back alley of uh, New York and sold as an indentured servant, a slave for seven years. And he worked his tail off to earn back his freedom and uh, got married. It was free at 19 uh, and immediately hopped into the horse trade business because that's what he knew. And that's if you look at our ancient coat of arms, that's what our family's done for thousands of years. Um, hundreds, I should say. But um, horse traders, so, horse traders, <laughs> horse traders and horsemen, swords for hire. And so eventually he became Corn Family Legend, was one of the only horse traders in Chicago that the Jews would work with because he was fluent in Yiddish. So he worked his tail off to get here. He he took dangerous risks to get here illegally and worked his tail off to have freedom and opportunity. Mm-hmm. I have a distant, like, second cousin four times removed that died at the Alamo. Mm-hmm. He died for land and freedom. We have a distant ancestor on dad's mother's side of... um. He was a clerk on a sailboat, got captured by the British, was sent to prison, spent years there recording, uh, we think, recording how to get out, got out, joined a ring of um, spies, and then eventually got home. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he knew John Quincy Adams. Uh, we theorize he met Benjamin Franklin. But the reason he went through that was for freedom, so his country would be free. So his brothers, Americans, could get out and get home and fight for freedom of their families. Mm-hmm. We are throwing that away for comfort. Do we deserve anything other than a bad government? Well, I hope for more. I pray for revival. We need repentance. We've been given a great gift. And because of our lack of comfort, we're losing that. We've got our obsession with comfort. As long as we have our video games, as long as we have the Star Wars that fitting to our the, to the canon that we want, as long as we have the Halo video game adhering to the proper one, we're okay. So what? what Make a stand for something that matters. What would you encourage your peers to do instead? Work out. Go work. And I'm saying this to myself as much as well. Go study. Sharpen your brain. Pray. That's a great list. Work out. Pray. Study. Study is worship. Study is worship. And and moms, make sure your kids do the same. Dads, stand up and model it for your sons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because otherwise we deserve the inflation. We deserve the collapse. We deserve the drag queens in our in our in our schools. We did not take a stand for prayers in school, and now we're being judged. It, you look at Romans one, uh, listeners. Go to, go to Romans one. Let's look at that. For though they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God or show gratitude. This is Romans uh, one twenty one. Instead, their thinking became worthless. Their senseless hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man, birds, four-footed animals, reptiles. This is referring to idolatry, statues, false gods. But instinctively, we know there's a one true living God. We just need to cry out to him and he'll reveal himself to us. It's instinctively, we know it. That's why we talk about unfair stuff when someone steals your seat in the subway. Mm-hmm. But it's in America, we didn't even exchange it for false gods. We became atheists. We knew so much about the universe. We, we, we gave up everything our ancestors bled and died for, that the pilgrims fled here for, for, for that we didn't need God anymore. Mm-hmm. For this reason, God delivered them all their disgraceful passions. Their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. The men in the same way also left natural relations with women and were inflamed in their lust for one another. Men committed shameless acts with men and received in their persons the appropriate penalty for their error. Because they did not think it worthwhile to acknowledge God, God delivered them over to corrupt minds so that they did not do what was right. They are filled with unrighteousness, evil, greed, and wickedness. They are full of envy, murder, quarrel, deceit, and malice. Mm. Horror genre is exploding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obsession with Satan is exploding. Rape is, I mean, it's, you have a counterculture of men are sick of the feminism, and so they're getting aggressive. It's wrong. It should be punished. It should be purged. But it's no more than what this nation deserves. Mm. And I hate to say that I love my country. I love America. I love the Constitution. I would die for the physical documents of the Constitution. Take a stand. And repent. What what you have to confess? Have you gossiped about your fellow Christian? Have you attacked your pastor that he didn't deserve it? Have you listened to your pastor? Have you listened to the what he's been preaching? Have you applied it to yourself? Have you worked hard? Do you vote? Mm. Yeah, you know people say politics aren't aren't value laden, and yet they are. I mean, what you do in your home really has to do with the politics that you believe in, how you vote. And I think you're just describing this very thing is that 
politics really get down to the heart of who we are. It is the choice of a nation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do we adhere to the natural order? Because mm -hmm. that's one thing, uh, Dr. Swan, my, the president of John Witherspoon and my wisdom lit professor, it's the Bible harps on the natural order. God is the God of life and order. Mm -hmm. Good. You have rights. You should defend those. But more importantly, you should defend your neighbor's rights. Hmm. The natural order is sacrifice. It's not about what you want. It's about the natural order of things. I love that. It yeah. should be. And that is why conservatives need to take a stand. This is why we should be gracious in our words and our debates. But if we're, our words inflame, good. As long as you're trying to be gracious and trying to honor God in doing so, you're supposed to be salt. Mm -hmm. yeah. Salt stings. Uh, Skip Heisek, we listened to him this morning. Uh, salt stings. Mm -hmm. It adds flavor. It adds pep. Yeah. And it disinfects. When you're disinfecting something, it hurts. Salt in an open wound. They used to pack bullet wounds and arrow wounds and sword cuts. They used to pack it with salt. It hurt like heck, but it cleaned and saved lives. Are you gracious in your words? Are you listening to the other side? But are you holding them accountable? This mm -hmm. is the natural order. Yeah. Even down to the relationships between a man and a wife. It, the woman's supposed to submit. The man's supposed to have a backbone. Mm -hmm. Man is supposed to lead his home in prayer and maturity and model to his boys what a man looks like and to a girl what kind of man they should look for. Carpe diem, conservatives. Sancta, For all that is good and holy. There is a there is an element to submitting to the government. Because Romans uh Romans says that too. So take a stand while you can. And pray for the government. And pray for the government. Paul says that too. Pray for the emperor. Pray for Nero, who is transgender, by the way. Um, but which is also this just speaks to how low America's fallen. Rome of all nations, that's when the Senate decided to off Nero was when he declared himself a female. Interesting. Um, I didn't you know, know that. Had, yeah, wow. yeah he, he had a public marriage where he married a man and Nero was dressed as a female and it was really ambiguous whether he thought he's a man anymore. And that's in the Roman Senate. It's like, okay, you're done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, the, he killed himself and the Praetorians went to arrest him. <laughs> Quote, unquote. So I just want to, in wrapping up, we're going to put some links in here for you guys to go find out. But um Really, capitalism and socialism are really, really different systems, and they're important to talk to your kids about and important to really study. Um, if you're looking for really great study or classes, I would recommend any class that Adam Prusan teaches. He really yep. gets to the heart of things, and he will absolutely change your kids' lives um, and their ability to understand government econ politics and how to understand the news, how to read it for what's true and what's what's good. Ethan, thanks for joining me today. Lots of great stuff in here. We'll have show notes, you guys, so go check the show notes with links. And um, have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you next week on Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Hey, everybody. This is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy. And I just want to remind you that you can find all of our classes and clubs, testing, advising, mom's membership, and more at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. We do offer live online, dynamic, interactive, small group classes. So when your students take classes with us, they're not in a, they're not in a Zoom room full of 100 people. 
to keep our class sizes small so that the students get to know both the teacher and their fellow students. We um, use a lot of different technology to make the classes dynamic and interactive, including presentations, projects, breakout rooms, virtual whiteboards, and more. Um, we like to say that we use time-tested educational pedagogy coupled with cutting-edge technology to bring the best educational opportunities to your students in, in the privacy of your own home. We do provide syllabus and grading for all classes. Um, clubs are more relaxed, so we don't provide syllabus or grading for those, but you can certainly use our clubs for the transcripts, and we'd love to help you know how to do that. Stay tuned this year, 2022, for some exciting new um, classes and clubs being offered by True North M School Academy. Um, we're also going to be offering an honor club, dual enrollment, and so much more. We are honored to partner with you as you homeschool your children. Again, check out truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com, and thanks for listening to today's podcast.